Next on BYU Sports Nation, what has you more excited, Big 12 expansion or the football season? A former Salt Lake City media member, now Houston sports personality Matt Thomas, sheds light on the Big 12, special announcements, and LJ Rose. Speaking of special announcements, BYU and Alabama? Let's Uh go! Uh Uh-oh. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU School, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your host, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. Yo, what up? BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, and they are everywhere. It is Thursday, July 28th. Jerem Jordan alongside the Kansas City Chief, Jason Shepard. Very nice. I'll take that. I'll own that. You love you some Kansas City I, I, You grew I, up in Missouri. I, I did. Grew up in Missouri. Grew up in Independence, suburb of Kansas City. Now, up until I was 13. We moved to Utah yeah. in, when I was 13. But yeah, it's still home. I have a similar tale with Portland, Oregon. Yes. And then I moved to Utah. There's a lot of difference between Portland and Kansas City. Um, yeah, many, many I would say are that. Different. Yes. Many, and many and we don't even have time to go no. into all of that. No. Uh, but I believe the uh, BYU 50 box is in Iowa today, by the way. Oh, uh Hopefully buy a, a cornfield, you big, walk out big of 12 it. 12 country? In, well, depends what part of the state, I, I say, guess. But yeah. Like, Iowa could, could, you know, in the next week or months, uh, weeks or months, uh, be like uh, the state of Utah, right? I Where like you it. have yeah, a you split have, yes. Power 5. Con- that, hey, hey, that would be nice. And if it's going to happen, Iowa and Utah are the two states that you would assume would be. Yeah, the, of all the states. <laughs> I think Field of Dreams and Sandlot. So that that makes absolute sense. It is day nine of Big 12 Expansion Watch. And with that, we get to today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Six BYU football players were named to the Polynesian College Football Player of the Year watch list. The award's given to the most outstanding college football player of Polynesian ancestry. BYU has many of those. Cougars on the watch list include Travis Tuiloma, Logan Taele, Sai Tautu, Ului Lapuahu, Kainakua, and Harvey Longi. And yes, we know how to say all of those names. And it brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU's six nominees for the Polynesian College Football Player of the Year led all teams. Okay. Okay, I like it. First Tongan head coach in college football in history. BYU's got uh, the most on the list. I, I like it. It's three more than the next closest team. Yeah, and there were 23 teams represented, yeah. and BYU had the most. And there's some good teams on that list. It's always good if you can beat out Utah in this category because Utah has done a nice job of adding uh, you know, good Polynesians that are now in the NFL, too, BYU as well. But we'll, we'll uh, debate this coming up, too. What, what's the chance that a uh, Polynesian, one of those guys, wins the award? Ooh. Well, I mean, hey. A lot of defensive guys. You have, the, you have the most in. I think your chances are pretty good, but we'll get to that. <laughs> a lot of a lot of ping pong balls for the lottery. Exactly. <laughs> the frozen the envelope. The frozen envelope. <laughs> yes, there will be a frozen envelope. <laughs> One of those players will go to the New we'll, York Knicks. Will be frozen. <laughs> what? Ziggy Ansa. Speaking of uh, uh, football players, Ziggy Ansa, Kyle Van Oy report to Detroit Lions training camp today. Also, Wani Unga and the New York Giants begin camp in East Rutherford, New Jersey. I still remember playing pickup basketball with Ziggy Ansa in the Richards building on campus. Who owned who? Did you did you own him on the court or did he own you on the court? No, no, no. We played in an intramural game. He dunked hard on not on me, but on the <laughs> team. Yeah. Yeah, he was awesome. Nick Emery was named to the big leads fifty best college basketball players of twenty uh the upcoming season, twenty sixteen, seventeen. He's number thirty six. I thought that's I think that's pretty high. That's nice for Nick Emery. That's great recognition not only for for Nick but also for BYU basketball. Number 36. 36, yeah. Wow. 
And since you mentioned this in our tease, the special announcement, uh, BYU and Alabama. Uh, <laughs> let's just get to that now. BYU versus Alabama in men's basketball. The Tide announced they'll be playing BYU. So many people are like, oh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Tide announced that they'll be playing BYU or St. Louis on November 23rd in Las Vegas. It appears BYU is going to play in a tournament in Las Vegas. The, the week of Thanksgiving. We're still waiting for BYU to announce its schedule. Typically, it goes like yeah. this, uh, June or July. Uh, so we're getting to, to August. You get the non-conference schedule, and then you get the conference schedule sometime in about August. That's how it's typically been. But you make sure you get all the uh, teams lined up, the contracts in place. So as soon as that's the case, I imagine BYU will announce that, and we'll get ready for the uh, basketball schedule. So tournaments this year, BYU's playing one at Staples Center. They'll be playing one in Vegas. They'll be playing one at United Center, right? Yeah. All those. Salt Lake uh, and, Yeah, well. and the, the, Be the Beehive Classic. Does that, that starts next year, I believe, not this year. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It's yeah. Just good, lot, good, lot of tournaments for Good BYU. allotment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. With that in mind, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Expansion versus the season. It's day nine, as mentioned, of Big 12 Expansion Watch. Dun, dun, dun. We're all plugged into what's going on with that and hopeful of a BYU invite to a Power 5 conference named the Big 12. That will, as Pedro once promised in that legendary story about a boy in Idaho, that all your wildest dreams will come true. I said earlier this year that the, this is the most compelling offseason in BYU football history. The quarterback situation with Taysom Hill coming back. The new head, uh, the new head coach and the coaching staff. Ty Detmer returns. The 2016 schedule is fantastic and probably the hardest BYU's ever had. Yet, the Big 12 expansion has thrown an unbelievably fun, compelling wrench, uh, what I've called the most important sports story in BYU Athletics history, into the mix. And now fall camp is next week. The season is around the corner. We'll get to how many days in just a minute. But that brings us to the today's Twitter question. Are you more excited about a potential Big 12 invite for BYU or the upcoming football season and why? Hmm. It, this is one of those ones we were... In our pre-show meeting this morning, we were trying to go through what, what would be a good Twitter question. As soon as you mentioned this, like everybody, it was over. Everybody in the yeah. room went, "That's it. The, I, That's I the one." Trust me, we show up at seven thirty in the morning. We're on the air ten. It's like, what are we doing today? <laughs> and and when you have a moment of clarity, it's great. Okay, that that's happened about four times the last three years on this show, <laughs> but it, but it's been great. Yeah, this one uh, tweet coming in from at uh, jmcfarland77. Excited for both, but Big 12 invite would be the game change would be game changing for the future of BYU athletics forever. Hashtag Sandlot. Forever. Yes. Wendy Peppercorn, right? Is she the Big 12 right now or what? To me, the answer is clear on this. And use the hashtag BYUSN way and great stuff so far. Keep them coming. To me, it is the Big 12. I think this is so important for the future of BYU. And trust me, I've been on the other side of this where I said, just wake me up when Big 12 expansion yeah, ends. Yeah, like, like two weeks ago. Yes. But now that it's a reality and there's a ton of positive momentum, the rumor mill is churning out <laughs> biscuits of... Uh, expansion awesomeness, right? <laughs> BYU appears like they're going to get a Big 12 invite. We'll, we'll see how soon. Houston claims to have a special announcement, and we'll talk to Matt Thomas, who used to be a Salt Lake 
uh, media member. He's now in Houston, voice of the Houston basketball team. He'll tell us what's going on in his neck of the woods there, as well as a little bit about L.J. Rose coming up. But to me, this is Big 12. I know that the football season is awesome and it's crazy compelling, but the Big 12 is way bigger and better for the future BYU athletics. If they get an invite, that's the biggest thing that's ever happened to the school in sports and maybe anything related to the school. I know it's probably more compelling if we disagree on this, but I'm with you. And, and that's it's, it's almost sacrilegious to even talk about because you're talking about something that hasn't happened and something that we know is going to be taking place in a very short period of time. But I'm with you. It's the possibility of a Big 12 invite. And by no means are we not excited about the upcoming season because for all the reasons you mentioned, the new coaching staff and Ty Detmer's back and you have Taysom Hill and Tanner, all of the reasons, Jamal Williams, all of those reasons are more than enough to be super pumped for this upcoming season. But this news about the Big 12, especially now that it is, it is really starting to favor BYU heavily, it, it just trumps everything. Everybody's talking about this. This is what BYU fans are talking about. They're not talking about the season in, in general. We'll, we'll get to that. We, yeah, yeah. We, and then next week, fall camp yes. begins. It's going to begin. But yeah, this is on. what, when, when people find out you're a BYU fan or when BYU fans get together, when they're talking about BYU-related things, it's Big 12. When people see, like I, I was telling you the other day, I was at, you were at a grocery I, store. I was at a grocery store. Yeah. And the late, I was wearing my BYU baseball shirt, and she, I think she thought I was a BYU baseball player. I quickly did not correct her. I just let her just <laughs> I'm assume King that. Kringlin. I just let her assume it. <laughs> but as soon as she saw that I was wearing a BYU shirt, yeah. first thing out of her mouth was, hey, BYU going to the Big 12. That's yeah. all my husband wants to talk about. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what people are talking about. And I agree with you. It is the biggest sports story in BYU history. When, when the lady at the grocery store is talking about it, you know it's, it's that, out there. Yeah. yeah it, it's not just the hardcore right. BYU fans. It is a topic of discussion by people in the community. That's when you know it's a game changer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Weigh in on this. I know there are those that are really excited about the football season coming up. Trust me, I am too. I, I've been, I thought about this this morning too. This is a crazy interesting time for BYU athletics. You talk about compelling. So we've outlined the, the football season, the Big 12. Did you know that the weight room is being expanded right now? I tweeted out a photo. That's, uh, that's not too far away from completion. The Marriott Center Annex is looking great. We're a couple months away from that. The Lone Peak 3 are back. <laughs> LJ Rose here. The basketball season exciting. Uh, what, what, if BYU is invited to the Big 12, this would be the final chapter, right, in the, in the West Coast Conference, potentially, indie football. What, what this year is shaping up to potentially be, even if BYU is not invited to the Big 12, but if they are, is wild. Like, it is a fun, fun time to be a uh, fan or media member of BYU sports right now. If, excuse me, when, I'm going to go Barry <laughs> Alvarez. Thank you, Barry. Uh, if BYU is indeed invited to the Big 12 before the season starts, what is the one thing that every BYU football telecast is going to talk about at some point during the game? The BYU will be playing in the that Big 12. Ziggy didn't know how <laughs> no, to put on his no, pads. That will become the new Ziggy didn't know how to put on his football pads. Yeah. Or that Tanner Mangum was co-MVP of the Elite 11 with Jameis Winston. I didn't know that. Interesting. We'll have a talk afterwards. I'll, I'll catch up on that. <laughs> but, I mean, that's what this becomes. That's what everybody will talk about. 
and that's what entire everyone, year or two, depending on when BYU would go in. That's what everyone's talking about now. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah, and we'll see how this plays out. Houston, if you missed it yesterday, announced that they have a quote special announcement uh, set up for Monday. It appears that that has to do with an indoor practice facility, and is foolishly timed. Uh, but we will talk to Matt Thomas. He's the voice of the basketball team. He'll weigh in on that uh, coming up. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Weigh in. Are you more excited about a potential Big 12 invite for BYU or the upcoming football season? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Willard123. It's obviously a Big 12 invite. It affects every football season from next season until the end of time. Wow. That's a long time in a place that values that uh, time length. <laughs> Very much so. At Crossley JS, football season. Whatever happens with the Big 12 will happen when it happens, but I'm tired of all the speculating. Maybe I have uh, fresh legs off the bench or something related to this subject. <laughs> You're new to the party. Welcome. I, yeah. Well, listen, I didn't care until the Big 12 said, yeah, basically, yeah, we're going to do it. Now I'm in. Here's the before, deal. Before, I didn't care no, no, no. Before, until they decided. You didn't believe. Who cares about believe, belief or not in, in this? That's what it is. This has nothing to do with belief. Oh, it it's believes. Just, are you doing it yeah. or you're not doing it? <laughs> you know what I do believe and actually know? <laughs> the BYU is playing on September 3rd. Countdown to the Wildcats. 37 days. Oh, what are you? We even practiced this. And Wait, then we discussed their four syllables. No, in 37. But That's easier than the, the syncopation. Days. Stretching out 37 to four syllables is worse than saying 37 days. I think we need to read the defense, and the defense says we, four we, syllables. We went over this. <laughs> we, we went over this before. We reviewed it. What are you doing? Listen, we'll go to the film room. We'll break it down. We will improve and get better next week. It's wow. a one-point loss to UCLA. We'll come back and be better, okay? That, are we cool with that? Unbelievable. <laughs> Coming up, what's up with Houston's special announcement and how good is LJ Rose? Matt Thomas joins us from Houston. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We're live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. The conversation's happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Jerem just mentioned you can find us at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter. It's the same with Instagram, and if you're a Snapchatter, you can find us at BYUSN. Are you more excited about a potential Big 12 invite for BYU or the upcoming football season? Why? Use the hashtag BYUSN at the BYU Fanatic. The upcoming BYU football season because it's only 37 days away. I, th- I think that was I think that was like a like a tease, like to maybe lead us into the countdown again. Yeah, since well, you messed it up well, the last time. I, well, do we have time for that? Oh, we don't. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Let's bring in Matt Thomas. He's a sports radio host at 790 AM in Houston and the voice of the Houston Cougars men's basketball team. Matt Thomas on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Matt, how are you doing today? Good morning, boys. Doing great. Thank you for having me on. Awesome. You used to be in the Salt Lake market. You're in Houston. We figured that you're a fantastic guy to talk about what's going on right now with uh, Big 12 expansion, special announcements, LJ Rose. (laughs) So let's dive right in. What's up with this, quote, special announcement sent out by Houston because – Everybody, including BYU fans, think this is a, an invite to the Big 12. I have some inside information for you. You ready for it? Yeah. It has absolutely nothing to do with the Big 12. Then why Trust send out this. special announcement? 
So you're telling me that people go on social media and put crazy things out there for people to click and take a look at and talk about? No. It's a cra- it's a crazy <laughs> idea, I know. <laughs> I mean, guys, uh, no, trust me when I took this. I did the exact same thing. I'm like, I call over and I was like, what are y'all doing? And you're like, don't worry, it's nothing about that. Because I said, <laughs> and I talked talk to Ben Bagley about this yesterday off air, I said, if we, that was it, do you think the conference, much less putting it on social media 30 days beforehand. So yeah. trust me when I tell you this, when you find out what this is, you're going to be like, oh, really? Mom, I'm honor, I love him, but, you know, it is what it is. Nothing to do with the conference. So here in, here in Provo, BYU fans everywhere, globally, talking about BYU and the possibility of going to the Big 12. What is right. the talk in Houston regarding the Red Cougars in the Big 12? Well, it's so funny. Uh, you know, as I do a radio show and I've been working with the University of Houston uh, since coming back to Houston, you know, there's always been this thought of, well, the Big 12 doesn't want to expand. Uh, the whole thing about the conference championship game and being able to do it with 10 teams, I thought really damaged the hopes of anybody getting in. And there's always been this perceived notion that the University of Texas wants no part of the University of Houston because, frankly, if you're the University of Texas, if you are TCU, if you are Baylor, you can go use the fact that there's no Big 12 school in Houston to your advantage. Hey, I want to play college football. I want to play in the Big 12. Well, you can't do it in Houston, Texas. Now, all of a sudden, if the University of Houston gets into play, we've got a better chance of keeping a few more kids here than originally thought because you can play Big 12 football. So I've been talking about that for years. And then all of a sudden, guys, as you all aware of this, the ACC Network comes into play last week. And I think the warning signs went up, the flags, whatever you want to call it, but I think panic hit the Big 12 and said, wait a minute, if we don't start putting together a progressive plan for a big network and it will involve more than 10 teams, we're going to be on the outside looking in if there indeed is this next round of grand realignment. So they went from, eh, not interested, to, yeah, we'll probably talk about it. And then after that, guys, the most stunning part of it all is I've got the University of Texas Chancellor and the President and the Lieutenant Governor and the Governor backing the University of Houston into the Big 12 when I couldn't find a word from any of these guys 30 days ago. So uh, if it sounds like I've got an elevated voice, it's because, frankly, I'm startled at all of this talk because for so many years, guys, there had been zero talk of expansion and, most importantly, zero talk of the University of Houston being one of those teams. Matt Thomas of 790 AM in Houston, the Houston Cougar play-by-play for men's basketball is on BYU Sports Nation. What, what's, the, uh, what's the rhetoric regarding BYU, if any, in relation to Big 12 expansion in the Houston area? You know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, and look, I have a perspective because I used to live in Salt Lake City, obviously. Uh, I think BYU is a no-brainer for the Big 12. Uh, it carries the national cachet of your network. It carries, obviously, the LDS ramifications. It's an untapped part of the country. You know, there's always been this talk, and this is, you know, as I'm traveling and doing games and, with Cincinnati and Memphis, there's other people that want in, you know, they're always saying, well, you know, we look what we bring to the table. Well, Cincinnati, and it's a great city, it's a great school, they've had a lot of success, but it's not an area that's untapped for college football. I don't, I don't think Ohio State fan is all of a sudden going to turn their attention to the Big 12 because Cincinnati is in it. I think Cincinnati has got a huge uh, positive in it that they would like to find a travel partner for West Virginia, but that's not the end all because Let's face it, we're talking about a multi-million dollar industry, not worried about the fact that Cincinnati and Morgantown are four hours away. Uh, I've been to both U, uh, U of H, BYU games, and the two teams played football a couple of years ago. I think it's, a, it's just a natural fit, and I frankly, if you polled 
Houston Cougar fans in this market, the one school that probably uh, gives them the most nerves about competitors in terms of who would get a potential invite if it goes just to two teams, I think it's way more conversation a buzz about BYU more so than, say, Cincinnati or Memphis. Whether we thought Houston was going to be in the mix when this all started, they clearly are. So from your perspective, why do you believe the Houston Cougars deserve to be in the Big 12? First of all, uh, 15 years ago, or however long it was when the Big 12 uh, came to pass, we were not ready. Uh, The facilities were terrible. The programs were not playing at a high level. There was no money being put in. The budgets were cut. It was just a tough place to be. The fan base was non-existent. Um, so that made it an easy situation. Plus, you had no governmental help because their governor at the time, Ann Richards, was a Baylor grad and really wanted her school to be in. We now have support at the state level. We have influential backers. And frankly, gentlemen, our facilities are becoming more and more incredible by the day. Uh, 40,000-seat TDECU Stadium, which is just a terrific place for college football. It's been around a couple of years. Hoffine Pavilion is going to get a uh, redo. There's going to be a new baseball uh, facility in terms of uh, all the different, you know, performance centers. The Cougar basketball team now has their own private facility. There will be a new football facility as well. And, oh, by the way, we're pretty good. Uh, the basketball team got to the NIT in Kelvin Sampson's second year. And then, obviously, we represented the group of five last year in the, in the Peach Bowl victory against the Florida State. So is it partly because the teams are doing better? Sure. And you've got to strike when the iron's hot. But this has also been a process where money has come in and most importantly, facilities. And, oh, by the way, we've got so many of the schools in our conference that we've spent decades competing with as members of the old Southwest Conference. So, you know, it just seems like, and Texas Tech's been on board a little bit of this, obviously Texas, it just makes sense if you're going to stay, try to stay true to your, to your core teams. And the sexiness, frankly, of Memphis and Cincinnati just doesn't seem to be there. And obviously with the University of Houston, with so many great rivalries between the schools in the years past, it just, it just it's a better fit. I'm just like I said, it's been such a shock to me that the University of Houston went from an afterthought to now probably one of the top two or three contenders for a spot. It's just been a, it's been a pleasant and surprising change of philosophy the last couple of weeks or so. Matt Thomas, uh, sports radio host at 790 AM in Houston, helps out with the Astros. He's the Cougars, uh, uh, Houston Cougars play-by-play in men's hoops as well as on BYU Sports Nation. When, when we're all kind of guessing when this is going to go down, right? But when do you think the Big 12 will come up with a decision on this? Yeah, honestly, guys, your guess is as good as mine. I, I would, uh, I'll since you asked, I'll say that maybe we'll know something by October 15th. I, I mean, that just, that's just thrown on a random date. Um, it would have been a lot faster, frankly, if the NCAA would not allow them to have a 12-10-team uh, conference championship. Uh, but I will say this, as I said before, the ACC network coming into play, ESPN spending that money on that network, certainly, I think, has pushed things along. So, uh it's just a conjecture at my point. I know that all the schools are going to be putting together plans. Frankly, I'm sure BYU's had a plan altogether. The thing that interests me the most out of this whole situation, beyond the timing of it, was the thought that BYU could only come in as a football member, which I thought was a huge surprise because uh, if there's one thing the Big 12 has done, it's, it's been very boastful about its basketball programs and certainly been very boastful about its non-revenue sports. And I was surprised that that was even up for consideration. And like I said, we, we all know this, guys football drives this league and so if BYU football can come in and make it a stronger league and help these teams you know push themselves towards a potential national championship and a national playoff so be it so uh, time I don't know but like I said if I had a chance to vote on this I think it'd be U of H and BYU and close the door and have a very effective Big 12. Let's say that uh, the Big 12 does invite Houston how quickly do you think the Cougars could raise enough money to get out of the AAC? 
You know, that's funny. The money wouldn't be the issue. The thing that I keep hearing, guys, is it's a 26-month departure date, which, that seems, first of all, that seems incredibly long. Second, and most importantly, uh, you can't buy that out? I mean, I thought it was a million a month. Oh, yeah, I, that won't be an issue. I, if we get the invitation, boys, money can be found. They, you know, the University of Houston hired Tom Herman for about a million dollars a year last year, and that was the most they'd ever paid for a coach at the University of Houston. That was worth it. And then, oh, and then, <laughs> you know, we beat Louisville at Louisville, and then there's rumors of Tom Herman, Lee Canada, South Carolina. I'm like, wait a minute, he's only been here five weeks. <laughs> All of a sudden, boys, surprisingly, they found money to get him to $3 million for this year, plus his assistant coaches. So uh, their money can always be found. There are always deep pockets around it. And I don't know if that's a good or bad sign for college athletics, but it's just a reality. Uh, I don't think that would be the issue. I just hope the AAC would do that. And, look, the AAC has been a good league, especially basketball-wise. From a football perspective, even though Temple played a lot better this year and Navy became relevant, uh, it's still – and Memphis was good, with obviously, with Paxton Lynch. It's long-term. We just can't fill the stadium up. There is no local buzz. And, frankly, the television deal is just not very good for the conference. As the men's basketball play, play-by-play for the Houston Cougars, we want to ask you about L.J. Rose, who yesterday sure. – uh, or two days ago has announced that uh, will grad transfer to BYU. What kind of player and person is L.J. Rose? Good kid. His dad played on some early five slam jamma teams at uh, University of Houston in the early 80s. He just had one problem. He just can't stay healthy. He's had massive, massive foot problems uh, since coming on. He was originally a Baylor kid and transferred out. His mother had sent some health setbacks and wanted to be closer to home. Very highly recruited coming out of high school. Uh, we'll do a nice job. He's a very smart guy. I think at some point, if he wanted to, he could become a coach. There's just, you know, the only thing that holds him back is the fact that the foot, his, the feet have just not been able to uh, keep him on the floor. So if he's healthy, he'll contribute. I don't know how many minutes he'd play for you, but ultimately he'd be a big help. The problem is uh, he's just been spent way too much time in the physical therapy and getting things fixed as compared to being on the basketball court. It's kind of sad because he's a good kid. Describe his game. Pass distributor, uh, for sure. On-court captain kind of play. Uh, decent shooter. Uh, more of a chucker than more so a spot shooter. Wants to have that ball in his hands a lot of the time. Uh, good free throw shooter. A decent defense. Uh, but you feel really safe when he's on the floor. You're not going to have silly turnovers. You're not going to have questionable decisions. You're not going to have to worry about the shot clock being down at three seconds with no formation. He's going to run an offense for you. So, like I said, and obviously Dave knowing his dad as well as he does, uh, it'll be a good fit. It's just it's going to be a question of, you know, how careful and how easy will he take it in the offseason getting on the floor, competing, so he can play 10, 15, 20 minutes a night for you. Matt, great stuff. We appreciate the time, and uh, best of luck. Hopefully uh, we'll be talking soon as members of the Big 12. Who knows? I will look forward to being on your show the day that happens. <laughs> Matt Thomas on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial you future. Care, I heard Chucker and uh, decent <laughs> defense, so I, I yeah, that's a great fit. Yeah, that's that'll that'll <laughs> that's work. That's my game as well. Crazy. <laughs> you you can relate. You can certainly relate <laughs> to that type of game. You know, very positive about obviously Houston and, and what they bring. But I, I mean, I thought it was funny. I mean, he was just as blindsided as everybody else was. He didn't think, first of all, that Big Twelve was going to expand, let alone that Houston would be in the mix. And that's kind of how I think everybody else thought. They weren't in my top four. And now they're, you know, obviously maybe maybe two or three on the list. And if you thought the special announcement was about the Big Twelve, you don't anymore. Sorry, oh, man. Sorry. Hey, coming up, David Nixon defends his BYU will start 3-0 prediction. He said it earlier in the summer. Does he still hold it? 
Welcome back, West Coast Conference and independent BYU sports fans. Jeremy Jordan and Jason Shepard in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Download the BYU TV app for live programming and on-demand content. You can watch BYU TV content, including BYU Sports Nation, as well as BYU Sporting Events. It's an, it's an awesome app. If you don't have it, go ahead and download it. It's free. It's free. It's free. Let's do it. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Six BYU football players are named to the Polynesian College Football Player of the Year watch list. The award's giving to the most outstanding college football player of Polynesian ancestry. You did not qualify. Sorry. The Cougars on the watch list include you know? Travis Tuiloma, Logan Taiele, you just know, Sai Tautu, Ului Lapuahu, Kai Nakua, and Harvey Longy. BYU's six nominees led all of college football on that list. You went through those names like a boss, by the way. My, yes. Well so, done. Th- I appreciate that because we work hard on that. Well in fact, maybe, maybe we'll do a pronunciation guide segment in fall camp for the, the team. Well done. Walter Kahaili'i. That, that one was the, the best of all time, I think. To basketball, Nick Emery was named to the Big Leeds 50 Best Players in College Basketball for the 2016-2017 season. Emery comes in at number 36. That's high. I, I, I like that. Congratulations. He's res- That's awesome. Respected at To that have that level. kind of recognition? Yeah. Very nice. And he's, he's kind of the returning guy on this team, right? 16 points a game last year. Ziggy Ansah and Kyle Van Oy report to Detroit Lions training camp today. Also, Wani Unga and the New York Giants begin camp in East Rutherford, New Jersey. BYU versus Alabama huh? in men's basketball. Oh. The Tide announced that they are playing BYU or St. Louis on November 23rd in Las Vegas. It appears BYU is playing in a Las Vegas tournament the week of Thanksgiving. We're still waiting, though, for BYU to officially announce its upcoming basketball schedule. Do you know who coaches Alabama? It's a former player. It is. Uh, it's a former NBA coach, Yes, in fact. yes, yes, yes. Uh, if I speak like this, will this Avery, help you at you. all? Avery, I okay. knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Avery Johnson. Avery Johnson, baby. Yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. Uh, now joining us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, friend of the program, BYU TV analyst. You can watch him on After Further Review and Countdown to Kickoff this fall. His name's David Nixon. David, what's up, buddy? How's it going, guys? Great. Uh, you tweeted at Mitch Matthews the other day <laughs> saying something to the effect of, Good luck with training camp. It's like the worst thing ever. Uh, <laughs> what advice do you have for all these guys heading to training camp? Just take every day as it comes. Don't start crossing off your calendar like missionaries do uh, <laughs> when, you're, when you're leaving and when you're going to be done. Just take a day at a time because if you do, if you start trying to count down days, it's going to make it even more miserable. Hey, wait, I don't wait, think- wait, so you're saying counting down every day is a bad thing? <laughs> It's a terrible thing oh, in an NFL yeah. training camp because mm. that training camp is so long. Hey, it is the longest thing ever. David, Andy Reid will not let any of his players get trunky. That is not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's just well, not going to happen. Uh, yeah, so, so says the Kansas City Chief fan. But, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, it's funny because I actually uh, I, I saw Riley Nelson yesterday, and he was he joked about that tweet. If you saw his response to me, he said, come on, Dave, you, gotta, you can't let the youngsters get down on themselves before they report to camp. and. It goes. It goes for college camp. College camp is always, you know, tough because it's hot, et cetera. But the NFL training camps take on a whole different meaning because you're fighting for your job. I mean, in college, you're on scholarship. You know, you're probably most likely going to be there for the fall. They're not going to cut you. Um, but NFL, every single day, it's that emotional battle. Like you, you see your best friends getting cut left and right. You see, you see them bringing in different linebackers every day to work out to possibly take your job. And then on top of that, it's just a grind. I mean, you're up from 6.30 till about 9 o'clock at night in meetings and practice, and it's just a long, long grind. So it's, uh, it's fun because obviously it indicates the beginning of a new year uh, with football, but at the same time as a player, you're just like, man, this is a whole month of, 
a lot of time uh, that has to go into this. So, obviously, wish him best of luck. We love to see BYU Cougars uh, player, former players excel in the NFL, uh, but training camp is, is one long month. I'll just put it that way. Well, if you thought you were going to get through this interview without us talking uh, about Big 12 expansion, we're going to get that uh, right out of the gate. How, how are you handling all of this Big 12 expansion discussion? Are you like me, like at the end of the day, you've got to take Pepto-Bismol because your nerves are shot? <laughs> Not nervous. I, I'm eating it up, though. I'm, hey, I'm loving it. I, I, I go on. I love to follow the national sports writers. Here's my thing. If there's any national sports writer that I've hated because of anything they've written about BYU or I just hate them because I hate them, I automatically forgive them for any past sins once they say BYU will be in the Big 12. (laughs) I just just forgive anything, any any misdoings they've done in the past when they say, yeah, my sources tell me BYU is in the Big 12. I'm like, I love this guy. He's the best writer in the the country. I've been anti-BYU this whole time until now. I love him. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, it's it's fun. Obviously, you can't get too wrapped up in it because you don't want to set yourself up for failure and, and be an emotional wreck. Once BYU, if BYU doesn't it's get invited, it's too late for that, David. It, it's too late, but but you've got to you've got to pace yourself on this on this news because you know there, there's been reports that they'll announce within the next few weeks or before the season starts. There's also been reports that it's going to go into into the season possibly. So you you've you've just got to kind of pace yourself and and hope that eventually it comes out and BYU's name is called. Riddle me this: Here's how I feel. Uh, this could affect the season. So if BYU is invited to the Big Twelve. I think that people will have fun with this 2016 season, but it will be seen in some kind of exhibition light from the fans because everyone looks forward to the Big 12 era, right? The end of an era. What do you think of that idea? I'd actually probably agree. I think if BYU goes out and stumbles out of the block um, and and struggles throughout the season because of the new coaching staff and things like that, um, I think everyone will just kind of say, "Okay, we'll just talk that up to a uh, yeah preseason, a preseason to the real season coming up in the Big 12." So you know, but at the same time, you've got to take what you're what you're what you're dealt, and that is this season. And I know people don't want to just write it off, and so BYU fans are very passionate, as we all know, um, and they're going to want wins immediately and wins now, and not wait till they get to the Big 12 to see how that goes. So uh, I can see both sides of that coin. For me personally, obviously, you, you, you'd want to go on on a high note out to the, the Big 12 um, if you get invited because you don't want to go in there losing, you know, have a losing record. You want to ride it high and, and be able to show that you belong. David Nixon joining us on the Desert First Credit Union Hotline. Our Twitter question today, David, are you more excited about a potential Big 12 invite for BYU or the upcoming football season? How would you respond to that? Uh, kind of going back to what we said earlier, I'm going to have to say season because if you put – if you put the Big 12 invite in front of the season, like I said, that could get drug on until October, November or something. So I, I have to say I'm looking forward to the season because at least we have a definitive start date to the season. This Big 12 invite could, could linger on for a while. So I'm going with I'm looking more forward to the season, and I'm looking forward to these first three games and, and how BYU can come out hot and uh, start strong. Yeah, you've been, you've been uh, very vocal. Uh, several months ago you said, hey, BYU's going to win the Pac-12 South. Uh, they're going to go 3-0 to start the season with Arizona, Utah, and UCLA. Uh, d- defend yourself on that because that if BYU's 3-0, they're top 15 at that point. Yeah, I won't back down from that. I, I know uh, you I won't, think, man. I think, I think UCLA will be our toughest test um, you know, here at home, which, which I think bodes well for BYU. I think Utah obviously is going to be a great game. You throw out – any of the experience, and, you know, BYU comes in this if, if Taysom's healthy and starting, 
Gooey comes in with a, a better quarterback. Um, I think offensively they've got more weapons with running backs, et cetera. Uh, but then once you throw that all out the window when you go against your rival. And so obviously that's going to be a tough game up at Rice Eccles. Um, and then, of course, Arizona starting out kind of basically a home game for them. Uh, but I think BYU fans will obviously show up, show up well there. That's a toss-up. So I, I'm confident in my BYU Cougars. I think that, I think that Kalani can, can get them ready. Um, but it's going to be a tough start, but I, I still think they'll, they'll prevail, 3-0. What's the most exciting part about the season to you? Um, for me, it's just seeing how these guys come out and, and kind of react to the new coaching staff, right? I mean, sometimes you have to rally around the new coaching staff, and, and you know, I've played for a few different teams where in the NFL where you had new coaching staffs come in or, or a new coordinator, D coordinator, and it, it takes time to adjust to them. And, 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 you know, I think BYU was able to hop on and get Kalani in there obviously pretty soon uh, to where they at least had a fall camp. They've had summer around these coaches. So it's just kind of seeing how they rally around him, and, and I'm excited to see – you know, this new pro-style offense with, with Ty Detmer. I mean, for so long we've seen the spread offense here at BYU. Um, now we're going to go with the quarterback under center. I mean, it's going to be a different look. I don't think BYU fans uh, have really thought long and hard about that, but it's, it's going to be a different look than we're used to in the past. It's, it's going to be going back more to the 90s and 80s where you've got quarterbacks under center and, and moving around. So, um, And at the same time with, with Taysom, how are they going to utilize Taysom and his speed? I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, and I think that's probably the most intriguing part of this, this upcoming season. David Nixon is on BYU Sports Nation. The number one storyline of fall camp, in my opinion, will be who's the starting quarterback, and we'll watch that until BYU declares, right? What other storylines will you be watching? Uh, you know, I, for me, it's, uh, of course, me being a linebacker, I, 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 defensively I want to see how these linebackers adjust to that 4-3. I want to see how Francis Bernard can, 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 can be plugged in. Uh, Fred Warner, you know, it is a big transition. I remember going from this from college to pros where you go from being on the line in a 3-4 as an outside linebacker to all of a sudden you're now stacked behind, you know, your, your big D tackles and your D ends, and the, the technique and your reads are all different. And so there's going to be somewhat of adjustment for those two backers, especially from Francis coming over from, from offensive side of the ball. Um, but for Troy or for Fred, excuse me, I think for him um, the reads are going to be different. Uh, I think the defensive staff will still put him in great positions for him to use his athleticism to go out there and make plays. Um, but it's just going to be different. So I, I would love to see how they, they play, if they're playing downhill or, the, or are they hesitant, um, are they getting their proper reads. I mean, all reports say that this defense is pretty simple, especially compared to what Bronco was running. Um, and, and we've talked about in the past, when you have a simple defense, guys know their assignments, you play so much faster because there's no indecision. You're, 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 you're going right at your, your key and, and you're going downhill. So um, for, for these guys, I'm excited to see how that, that all plays out for them. And, and defensively, same thing with the, the defensive line. Kind of the front seven will be the thing I'm watching. Uh, defensive line, how, how do they play? Are they able to swallow up blocks? Are they able to shed you know, those defensive ends? Are they able to hold the edge? So there's a lot of things that uh, will have to play out um, for defensively. Offensively, I, I think they'll be a well-oiled machine at, you know, by the end of fall camp. There's going to be some kinks they have to work out. Uh, but you've got the playmakers out there, um, you know, and, and I think they'll be able to uh, utilize those and, and go from there. With about a week to go before fall camp begins, what is this time like for the players? Uh, this, this is the time where you just soak it up. Like literally every minute of your life, you're just kind of at the pool and you're like, man, this is my last Thursday or this is my last <laughs> Friday. I'm going to have free until like literally next summer because you think about it, school starts back up and then even winter workouts after the season's over. And, and also you start second-guessing yourself on everything. You're like, oh, let's go to the lake. And you're like, actually, 
I could, maybe the boat could flip. I could maybe get hurt. And so everything you're second guessing, <laughs> and you're like, I just don't. The last thing you want to do is get hurt. I mean, let's go on a scooter ride. No, what if we what if we flip it or something? I didn't, it's not gonna. I, I can't do that. So it's 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 a time where you're getting ready for camp. You're so close, um, and you don't want anything to spoil that or disrupt that. And so, uh, but it's a fun time. You you really are. You're spending time with family, um, and you're you're relaxing a little bit. Because, like you said, in about a week, uh, things go from uh, being kind of a relaxed environment to uh, very quick, very fast, and uh, pretty high pressure at that point. Well, enjoy, man. You put in your four years in college, I believe four years in the pros as well. And so no training camp for you. You can take it easy. and then we'll take get, that scooter ride. We'll get going hey, with, after further review in a couple I, weeks. I'm, I'm telling you, when I see these guys reporting to camp, I just sit back and I in this AC, and I'm like, man, my life is great. I'm not going <laughs> to David, we appreciate the time, man. All right, guys. Take care. It's David Nixon on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. I'm going to be honest with you. I used to own I, a scooter. I would hope that you always own I used to own a scooter. Going yeah. on a scooter ride is fun. It's very relaxing. It is. Uh, Provo might be the home of the scooter. Oh, really? There are a lot of scooters here. Yeah. You can get better parking if you have a scooter around campus. You get right up to the building. I know there are a couple of BYU baseball players that own scooters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See him driving to practice all the that's, time. That's the insight you get from Jason Shepard on <laughs> BYU Sports Nation. Coming up, what's the chance BYU makes a special announcement next week? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard live from Studio B. Remember, if you ever miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation live, watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern time. Follow BYU Sports Nation at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter and Instagram, as well as BYUSN on Snapchat. I I Snapchatted this morning. Yes, you did. Like Uh, 5.40 in the morning. You know, no big deal. Lift them weights, man. Got to get after it. Like BYU football is right now. Actually, they're taking it easy, and then they'll get after it next week. They're being very cautious this week, according to David Nixon. Yes, David Nixon with that Enjoying, but being cautious. No scooter rides. You know what I'm saying? Are you more excited about a potential Big 12 invite for BYU or the upcoming football season? Why? Use the hashtag BYUSN at Kugbaka. It has to be the Big 12 expansion auto. There have been warnings that it might happen, and it could strike at any time. Is it expansion NATO? Ooh. In like Sharknado? Like Sharknado, I, which I think Sharknado that, I think 4 that is may have up, been right? what they were going for. That's, that's good. We now go for a game called What's the Chance? BYU Sports Nation asks, what's the chance? A question or statement is made. We give it a percentage of chance. Let's do this. Andrew Corliss, what's number one? What's the chance BYU follows Houston's lead and makes a special announcement within the next week? Uh, (laughs) Because I want, can I give you two? One from my heart and one from my head? No. Dang it. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. Okay, my heart, 100%. Uh, that they will? That they will. That it's going to be yeah, done? With my heart, 100%. With my head, you know, just a guess. I, I'll say I'll say 60%. Wow. Okay, 60%. 60. I'll go uh, 12%. What? I think that BYU is going to be invited. I just wonder if the Big 12 figured out who the other team or teams are. That's how I feel. So even if BYU is like, hey, we're in, baby. It might take some time to figure out that other Going thing. 12% just made me look like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. What's the chance that Nick Emery is one of the best 36 players in college basketball at the end of the season? What you do you take th- this one first. 
I'll go. I'll go. Thirty uh, percent. I think he can be a fantastic player. I think he'll average twenty points a game and lead this team in scoring. I really do. There are a lot of talented guys. I think Nick Emery, a year off his mission, will be a fantastic player. One of the top thirty-six players in college basketball is really good. Really stinking good. I think it could be top 50 by the end of the year, but 36 is pretty high. So I'll go, what did I say originally? I don't even remember. 30, 30%. Yeah. 30, 33%. 1-3 in three chance. Watch what I'm going to do here. I give it a 36% chance. Oh, I see what you did there. I agree with you. Yeah. Thir- I mean, that's when, if you're top 40, I mean, that's a big, big deal. I mean, even top 50. When you, I would take top 100. Absolutely. 150. So, I mean, he's going to be in that conversation. I mean, you know, I guess we'll err on the side of caution and, and – and maybe go a little low, but there, there he's going to be one of the better players in college basketball. There are a lot of teams, right? They're like 351. So to say that he is one of the top 36, that's that's quite uh, quite the statement. Number three. What's the chance LJ Rose starts a game this season? Now This is interesting because you only return one backcourt player with experience, and that guy is Nick Emery, TJ Haas, off a of mission, Elijah Bryant. To me, those are your starting three. I, w- I w- wouldn't be surprised if L.J. Rose is a strong bench contributor, but in terms of starts at least one game, I'll go like 85%. I, I think he's got a- as long as his feet are good, which we talked to Terry Nashville yesterday, he thinks that he's good to go. Uh, I'll go 85%. I'll, I'll take it to 90%. Oh, come on, Topper. No, I, I think it's 90%, and it's, it's for multiple reasons. Heaven forbid somebody gets hurt. He, or, or is ineffective. Or, or, or just matchups. Yes. I mean, as yes. we've seen through the course of the year, Coach Rose will mix up the lineup a little bit. Sometimes it's because someone's in a slump. They might Sometimes play Sometimes because it's a, ma- it's a matchup thing. So, yeah, I'm going to say 90%. Okay, number four. What's the chance a BYU player wins the Polynesian Player of the Year award? I'll go 1%. Here's why. 1%? Five of those guys are defensive players. Okay, let's look at the list. Travis Tuiloma, really good. Not recognized for how good he is as no tackle. Logan Taylor, Sai Tautu, Ului Lapuahu, offensive lineman, Kainakua, Harvey Longi. Uh, it's going to be a an offensive player or a guy of the caliber of Manti Teo, a first-round draft pick. Uh, so I'll go one percent. I, I I think they, those are good players. So I just you're don't think they have the no player chance. of the year. You're saying they have no chance. Sure, they have a chance. I gave him one percent. Uh, I'm gonna go twenty-five percent. <laughs> That's really high. What? One in four. Wow. 25% is not really high. Compared to my one, it is. It's 25 times higher. I'm making you look foolish, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll go one dollar. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, here's the here's the thing. I mean, you've got the most, you've got the best odds. Oh, by group. I'm just saying. Yeah. You have you have the most listen, in the in the race. Listen. Here's the deal. And also 100 percent that a Polynesian player will win the Polynesian <laughs> player of the year. Here's how these player of the year awards work. Defensive guys don't typically win them. They just don't. That's why. That's why I think the odds are somewhere. Them. Brian Logan is just like, come on, it's man. like a disturbance <laughs> in the force. Yeah, exactly. He's he just woke up and he's like, what happened? <laughs> Number five. What's the what's the chance you will see Jason Bourne this weekend? The guy or the movie? <laughs> you see him walking down Center the mo- Street. Oh, the, the movie, well. yeah. Because I'm looking at the guy. It's it's Jason Shepard. Mm. Uh, 100. I have tickets for 105 uh, tomorrow. So after the what show, theater? I'm not saying that. Where are you sitting? Recliners. <laughs> I just got recliner seats for Suicide Squad for next week. Very nice. Opening night. So, yes! So do I. Don't want to be a topper, but it's IMAX recliner as well. Oh, we're just 2D. <laughs> we're slumming it. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna 2D. Go- <laughs> we can't af- you know we can't afford the fun pack Napoleon? <laughs> 
I'm going to go 50% for me. We're going to see it. My wife and I are going to yeah, see it. I yeah. just don't know. We have two family reunions this week. Oh, we have two? One, one Friday, one Saturday. In the same week? Yeah. And so I, I just don't know if it's going to work out, but I'll give Brutal. it 50%. Yeah. We, we will see it, though. I we still need to see Star Trek, too. Y- yes. We, we were gone on vacation it, to Missouri, so we couldn't see it. I mean, they have movie theaters. Isn't that there, the perfect time? We, they don't have movie theaters <laughs> in Missouri. We just, we're doing other things. <laughs> Look, remind me later. I have a story about watching a movie in Missouri in a movie theater. Yeah, mm. yeah, because they have movie theaters. They I discovered I discovered that back in the day. <laughs> that wraps up. What's the chance? The chance that it's over? One hundred percent. Our Twitter question: Are you more excited about a potential Big Twelve invite for BYU, Jason Bourne, or the upcoming football season, and why? Use the hashtag BYUSN at BYUMan1982. Big Twelve watching is skipping Halloween and decorating for Christmas. We have lots of trick and treats in football. Amen. Coming up, the Cougar Whip Around. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. Six BYU football players were named to the Polynesian College Football Player of the Year watch list. The award is given to the most outstanding college football player of Polynesian ancestry. The Cougars on the watch list include Travis Tuiloma, Logan Taele, Saitautu, Ului Lapuaho, Kainakua, and Harvey Longi. BYU's six nominees led college football. And Ziggy Ansah and Kyle Van Noy report to the Detroit Lions training camp today. I'll see Wani Unga and the New York Giants begin camp in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Men's basketball. Nick Emery was named to the big leads 50 best players in college basketball for 2016-17. He's at number 36. Also, Alabama announced on Twitter they're playing BYU or St. Louis on November 23rd in men's hoops in Vegas. It appears BYU is playing in a Las Vegas tournament the week of Thanksgiving. We're still waiting for BYU to announce its basketball schedule. Cougars in the PGA. Daniel Summerhays and Zach Blair are competing today in the PGA Championships. Zach Blair is currently plus three through 14, which is tied for 74th. Daniel Summerhays will tee off at 2.05 p.m. Eastern. Ah! Cougars in the minors. Brendan Lund went one four last night with a run scored and a stolen base and a 6-5 win over the Beloit Snappers. They're sponsored by Snapchat. And Jacob Brugman also went one for four last night with a run for the AAA National Sounds. Future guests tomorrow, Chase Fisher. Back in Studio B. Excited to talk to him. He's been running a camp this week, uh, trying to make some dough. He's going to play in Italy next year. Today's Rise and Chats brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most, DexterLaw.com. Bob Bowlesby for obvious reasons. We're going to keep doing that. Our elite tweet of the day. Big 12 expansions, a really long engagement. This season's a quick engagement. Quick engagements are always better. How long was your engagement? Six months. For Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Vincent Xanthos.